This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mustache Show. <laughs> Brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, uh, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount every day of the week, plus free shipping within the continental United States for orders $99 and up. Just kidding, this is Signals from the Frontline, uh, episode number 598, where the hosts have all lost their minds. Frankie's yes. got a chin beard, yep. and I've got a full blast caterpillar. <laughs> it looks so much worse on camera. Oh my, on yeah. camera, it looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is. Oh, this looks like it's like sharpied. I know it looks hardcore, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Jason, yours looks more realistic. I shave too, yeah. in the uh, just call me Magnum PI. Baby. I have like the sweaty sickness going on with my mustache. Yeah. I feel yeah. now I have to look at my yeah, face. You guys are sick. Yeah, Jason and I are both uh, feeling a little under the weather, but uh, hmm. at any rate, I uh, hope you all enjoy show number 598. Let's not look at this anymore. Bob from Bob's <laughs> Burgers. Bob's Burgers. That is, that is, that's 100% it. Uh, oh my God. Uh, the, the, the handlebars, uh, it was funny because like, I got used to having it, but yeah. I would go to like to the gym or something and everyone would so like, look like, at me and I was like, eat some oh, yeah, I look really weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you keep getting shorter. What's this. the next step? I'm going to do the Charlie Chaplin to finish it off. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I think <laughs> that look should come back. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that look. <laughs> as long as you were a bowler, everyone would get it. The really? second you take that off, it's the Hitler stash. And then... You're not a good person. I don't think anybody's no, rocked that you, since World War II. You I don't just, think it's not a Michael single person. Jordan. <laughs> oh, he did for a little while. That was really weird. It was <laughs> I, super I forgot about weird. that. I could just do like, I'm, it's the Michael Jordan. Yeah. And just play dumb. Yeah, but no. you know, he was famous and that was kind still of a badass. Really, so. That was still really weird. That was strange. Still a little odd. I was like, but... does he have a Hitler stash? Why is he doing that? <laughs> He's like, it's the Charlie Chaplin. Like trying to bring yeah. it back. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that won't Try make it work. That was an ugly mustache anyway. I don't know why anybody ever wore that. No. Yeah, like even like Charlie Chaplin, like he was like a like he was an actor with no, you know in the before there was any like sound. So like he was comedy. Yeah, you needed something to yeah. be really expressive. So I don't know, weird weird look, weird facial hair through history. Uh, but we're bringing back the cop stash. Bring back the seventies here, frontline dating. <laughs> Short shorts. It's the best era. Yeah. Oh, dude, with this fly uh, Hawaiian shirt. Yep. yep. I'm gonna do it again. And then I just need a Ferrari. And we got there you go. Completed. Magnum PI. Yeah. So if anybody wants to donate the Ferrari, so we can complete <clears> it, <throat> hook it, it up. So in other uh, in other news pertaining to gaming, uh, we have a lot to cover in today's show. The main topic of discussion is going to be how Drukari and Imperial Knights have already started to shake up the 40k meta. Uh, we knew it was going to happen, but especially with Knights, it's happening like immediately, like like week after release. So really exciting to see that happen. But first, let's go over some community news, talk about the ITC rankings and all that fun stuff, and then we'll finish up with the tactical discussion. Uh, for in the news, we do have a new Age of Sigmar mobile game that's coming out. Pretty cool. I'm not a big fan of mobile games, as I said no. before. I've literally never played a game on my phone. I don't know how it would. My phone barely even takes phone calls. <laughs> Might be because my phone is old. But uh, it does look really good. It's the same company that made Freeblade, which was a gorgeous, if overly simplistic game, in my opinion. Uh, Freeblade, you don't even move. You like kind of follow a 
program track and you just tap things and shoot them. So to me, that's too simple, but a lot of people liked it. And it, to be fair, it's beautiful. Yeah. And this game looks really, really good visually. It's cool to see all of the uh, models that you like in Age of Sigmar brought to life. That was one of my favorite things about Dawn of War <clears throat> is just seeing all the things like moving around, mm -hmm. um, talking and fighting and all that good stuff. So it looks cool. There's a ton, there's a, uh, the four orders are gonna be in the game. And just looking at the pictures, there's tons of units uh, that are gonna be represented, including uh, the order character Gordrak, yeah. the punch fister, whatever his name is. <laughs> Maw crusher. The fist of punching. The fist of Gork. Get it right. Yeah, but that actually sounds cool. <laughs> the, that was good. It's like uh, <laughs> in D and D, the sword of slicing or whatever. It was like the sword of cutting. Like, sword. Well, mm -hmm. That's what they all do. Like, yeah, the murder sword. Special? Yeah, the knife of butter. Is the that still around? Sword. Is that gone? Oh yeah, the murder sword is like that is a gem in the chaos book. So good. I don't it's know still why. there. Yeah, it's called the murder it's sword. So yeah. good. I don't know why more people don't take it. It's one of the best relics available. It they kept been the like stabbing all the old swords. names. The stabbing sword. The sword of stabbing. Yeah. The sword of death. Sword of death would be cool. That actually sounds cool. Sword of of murder. Sword, sword of, of murder, murder, death, kill. Yeah. But the murder Damn. swords is better because it's even more ridiculous. Yeah. It's the murder sword as opposed to what? The friendship sword or the... Murder sword used to be so stupid. The healing sword. like The friendship sword. Yeah. I don't the sword of friendship. <laughs> it's the one you never use. Yeah. Yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. But this game does look pretty cool. And if you're a fan mm. of mobile games, keep your eye out. To my knowledge, this is the first Age of Sigmar video game that we've seen. So, yep. pretty cool. Uh, there's also uh, uh, all kinds of information that's come out for Soul Wars. Uh, we're seeing more and more information about also the new uh, battle tomes mm -hmm. for, what is it, the fourth uh, Stormcast yep. battle tome? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like clockwork, baby, no, every six when months. When you got it, you got it. I, I mean, even I am like, okay. Somebody at the GW headquarters must just be slapping many, themselves in the face yeah. when they're like, oh, yeah, we came out with all these new models that now need to go in the book. Like, we just came out with a book six months ago. And there's armies that haven't yeah. had jack squat yeah. since the inception of the game. So, like, I know people always complain when it's like, oh, but my faction hasn't gotten anything. I think now you have a legitimate room to be like, okay, yes. Stormcast yeah. have gotten four books and I've gotten not, literally nothing. I get like a mention in one of the realm books. Like the only mention. good thing about it is they keep the cost of the of their battle tomes pretty cheap. So and, it's like yeah. thirty five dollars. It's not horrible. The, the Stormcast one, I think, is more like we are, we have the preview copies yeah. and we'll be previewing them as soon as we can. And it looks cool. It's huge. I've gone yeah. through it already. Um, it's huge. The artwork is Mongo. amazing. Yeah. One of the things I found really interesting in the Stormcast Eternal Battle Tomo is that they have lots of art of. Like they're really starting to show Stormcast without their helmets on and stuff to make them look, right. I think, more human. Like yeah. Space Marines. Yeah. And um, they don't look nice. Like they look, a lot of the, I don't know if it's the art style or what, but a lot of them look like like villains. Like where they're like, here's my helmet off. I'm like, ugh. Well, remember, they <laughs> put only, it back on. Yeah. They put took, it back on. They took the Stormcast from like, um, like tribesmen and stuff, though. They yeah. just like acted heroically or just stuff like that, like before they died. So yeah. like, they're like the heroes of like, yeah. Forever. They were so. mortal heroes that become immortal. But they didn't yeah. like, you know, they don't get transformed into some like, you know, hunk. Yeah, no. They're still like yeah. the same guy with some scars hunk. and tattoos all over the face. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, they were, they I mean, were free people. It sucks. That, it sucks that you have a new battle tone, but at the same time, like having gone through it, like you're going to be impressed with it. And even if you're yeah. not a Stormcast player, uh, you might want to get it. It's a good product, but it is kind of like. There's fatigue in the community for Stormcats. Like, give us something else, please. Like, mm -hmm. there's all yeah. these other factions. But we get it. It's a new edition. This is the flagship. This is the Space Marines of Age of Sigmar. Yep. They're probably sell more than everything else combined. Totally get it. 
you got to look to the to the fiscal health of the game first. But uh, it would be cool to get a little something else. And uh, the night haunts that's definitely uh, something that didn't get any yep. attention before. It was just right. a couple units in the old world. It was mm-hmm. just a couple. Raise your hands like if you put your hands up in there, wave them like you just don't care. Boom. Remember those ghosts? I ain't scared of no ghosts. Remember the, the yeah, they ghosts? had the ghosts. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Spear house. <laughs> they were the, yeah. the most unscary Spirit ghosts. Host. They were party bop, ghosts, bop, dude. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> and now they have their uh, whole battle tome. So yeah. that is really cool. That's new mm-hmm. and unique. And they have a ton of new models. I really like the um, um, Mortark of Grief, Lady Olinder. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's amazing. Amazing. And then one of the other things I thought was really interesting is that there's a ton of uh, new eternal uh, endless spells. Like it's not. Yeah. There's way it's more. It's not just the box. It's there's more stuff. It's gonna be out. yeah. It's, it releases new releases for yeah more endless spells. Every faction that appears is getting them because yeah. first of all, there's way more in the malign sorcery box than I thought there was. There's yeah. like nine of them, mm-hmm. and now there's three more for the uh, night haunts and for the stormcast eternals. So we have like fifteen of these things. Yeah. Really interesting, and so we're still trying to find out how they work in the game because there's a lot of confusion. Unless we're missing something in the Malign Sorcery book, it explicitly says you can use as many as you have the model for. Right. You have to pay points for it. You have to effectively summon it. Mm-hmm. It has to not be dispelled. But I guess on Warhammer TV, they said that you can only have one at a time on the table. And Scott actually found that in the book. It's in the Malign Sorcery it. book. It's it tells you for match play okay. how many points. It says how, it says unit numbers, and they okay. all are one. Okay. One match. So for matched play, I, that's because Scott and I yeah. were talking, and Scott is the he's, he runs all of our Age of Sigmar stuff. Right. So yeah. you can only take one, but each player can take one of the same. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because we were sizes. talking. It makes was, a lot more sense, but if you have to pay points for it, there's too many failure points with it. I don't, there is. I don't it's just see, for fun. I, mean, I, but I think you can keep trying to cast thing. it. Like it's not if you fail once you're done. Yeah, but it's like if you fail to cast it. Or if your opponent can dispel it, or on your opponent's turn they can dispel it, like, or they can hit you, with or it. they can move it off the table, like, yeah. I just I don't see how they're gonna interact in the game. Maybe I'm just missing it, but um, I guess we'll see. It just it doesn't feel like it's gonna be something that's gonna be used all the time. I'm really curious. Yeah. I have a lot of yeah. the same questions that you do. I'm like yeah. really curious. And you do pay points for it. You do pay points yeah. for it. So it's like you're not gonna have a ton of them, but who knows? Maybe there's like a spam endless spell list. <laughs> that's gonna appear where the guy like oh I got it does give you a reason to want to go first yeah um, and usually in Age of Sigmar you want to go second so you have the first chance to get the double turn and it's like aha I cast like five endless spells and you're like oh shit you're like oh no yeah. and it's like maybe that's something that's gonna be good we don't know but it is a big question mark because we still haven't yeah. had a chance to play we've been mega busy um, you know personal stuff too Frankie just moved and we just been we haven't had time to really play anything at all. Yeah. Um, so we're still really curious to see how it works. But when I was talking to Scott, when we were just discussing it, I was like, it'd have to be a match play rule that limits the number you can have. Because yeah. the rule explicitly said, like, Johnny has three mm-hmm. Balewind Vortexes, and he can put them on, but he can't put the uh, fourth one on because he doesn't have the model. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is interesting because if you go first, you're like, Balewind Vortex. Now, can both players cast that one, or is it only one of yeah. each type? Yeah, Jason was saying that both players can. Each player can take... Um, Zero to one. Zero to one choices okay. of each of the spells. So <laughs> it, there's a chance that your opponent has the same ones as you. You can take one. You can take as many as you want, but you pay points for each spell. Yeah. Bring. Okay. That makes a lot more yeah. sense. I was a little concerned because some of them, like the purple son of Shaiish and stuff, are like 
Now I wonder devastating. They're really powerful. Is it similar to summoning where you actually just like set aside points and then you can summon whichever ones you want? Well, you or pay, do you have to actually say this is the one and no, put you, it on? To be you, able to, to cast it, it you, you it's like a unit. You buy it for yeah. your army. And summoning yeah. doesn't work that way anymore. No, no, no. Well, I know. I was talking about like 40k, but <laughs> no, no, you you buy it, it's on your list. It's yeah. on your roster. Yeah. And then one of your wizards tries to, to do it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it impacts the game. And going off of the, the poll that we're running, if, you're, if you would like to contribute, we have an opinion poll going about what people think about the new Age of Sigmar so far. One of the things that people were most excited about was Endless Spells. Nice. I was really curious to see what people thought about it because like, it's, it's such a new thing. Yeah. And personally, I was like really kind of like 50-50. I was like, I could see this being really fun and also not fun. So... Um, I was curious to see what other people had to say about it. And people are really excited about them. Uh, and the models are cool. Yeah. Yeah, the models are cool. Yeah, I think that's the main thing to take away from this. So the new sculpts are just incredible. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> and speaking of really, really beautiful models, there's two new Stormcast Eternal characters uh, that have, are coming out with the new game. And uh, it's two uh, wizard characters. One's a female, one's a male. Uh, it's Artesia Soulbright and someone Fire thing. Go Aventus Firestrike. He's goat. Or, or Ventus yeah, and he He's has the a, goat rider. He has a, a That's dragon a horse. donkey horse thing. <laughs> donkey. It's yeah. Hybrid. yeah. No, it's like a ram mixed with a horse <coughs> mixed with an eagle. Mm -hmm. The model is just incredible, it's dope, but <clears throat> it's just really funny. But the girls, the, the female character's mount is like... It's like a ligra. <laughs> that is a liger. Yeah. It's a lizard yeah. liger. A yeah. lizard, tiger, leopard, Elephant. dragon. There's dragon features as well. So it's a, a Draco yeah. tiger, Draco liger. Maybe. Ooh, that's good. I like it's it. very stormcasty. Very stormcasty. Yeah. I mean, I think they're they're both. Really but cool. I was actually reading this morning on uh, the community or on the the Facebook page. Um, they had posted these models up as a preview, and there was about four hundred comments of people blasting Games Workshop because they had given these two characters um, specific chamber keywords. <laughs> So people are like, well, what if I'm taking Knights of Celsius? I can't take these. Oh, you guys are terrible. Blah, blah. They're like, well, they're named characters. Yes. Yeah. And that's and then like some people were like, it's not fair because I play all this other chamber and you haven't released any special characters. Essentially, every single special character so far is for the same chamber, which is like the Ultramarines. <laughs> um, that is, I, I, I get that. That is they, fair enough. But then they, re they usually release a generic. Uh, yeah, there should be a generic uh, one War Scroll for like a similar dude. Or they, dude it sounds like, I don't think they did. Gotcha. But it yeah. sounds like Games Workshop is taking that seriously and saying that there will be something coming out to use them as a generic character. Yeah, just make it yeah. so you can use them as a generic character that for right. any. That's usually what they do with the yeah. same model. They're like, oh, yeah, man. there's usually a Gordrak and then Dracgore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the generic, mm -hmm. the guy that goes around with everybody. Right? That looks the exact same, but is different. Yeah, and that's all you have to do. And th but that thing is that's a legitimate complaint. Like, oh, for sure, yeah. Because in the new uh, Stormcast book, there's like 30 chambers that they talk about, mm -hmm. and some of them. They're really different from each other. And one of the things that's interesting too is like some of them with their, their helmets off, mm -hmm. yeah. they do not look human at all. Like some of them are like bird men yeah. kind of dudes. I was like, this is really interesting. Like, right. Well, when they go through their reforging, they, it says that they're like, um, the, their physical bodies can change also. Yeah. Because some yeah. of them do not look like normal people at all. Mm. Like not even remotely. They look kind of like, um, 
if you play D and D, the um, Asimir, mm-hmm. where they're like mixed with like a, an angel or something like that. Yeah, and they did clarify too, which was interesting, is that like the bodies don't necessarily always get uh, sent back up to Azer. Yeah. Like after they get killed, like if they get killed by like magical weapons and stuff like that, it can actually just kill them. Yeah. And then people like, will like fight over trying to like keep their armor because like super yeah. high value. Yeah, and it makes yeah. sense too because like like we were like we joke about. It's it takes the dramatic tension away when they literally are invincible. Yeah, and it was like we were talking about that with Scott, and I'm like, Stormcast heroes aren't brave; they can't die. There's no bravery there at all. It's like <laughs> I'd act like an idiot if I was immortal. I like, I can jump my bike over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm. I'll try again. <laughs> like, there's no bravery involved when there's no stakes, you know. No. So like, I think it's cool that they're making it a little bit more like they don't just respawn infinitely. Do you think one of the chambers is called the Chamber of Secrets, though? No. How about no. the 36 chambers? TM. Oh, TM. That's yeah, TM. That's, yeah. that's true. Did I nobody get the Wu-Tang one. reference? No. Yeah. no. The How about the Chamber Pot? <laughs> the Chamber Pots? Yeah. <laughs> that's my story. The brown, brown armor. Yeah. <laughs> the Chamber Pots. The Chamber Oh. That's where, like, the worst, like, the guys <laughs> who yeah, they like, barely oh, made it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's the it's the diversity chamber. <laughs> uh, it's all the rejects. It's the, like, oh, the special stormcast. <laughs> when like Bobby doesn't reforge correctly, it goes into the chamber pots. They just call them Sigmar's special friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They're his favorite. <laughs> you know, but they try, and mm-hmm. that's what really counts. Yeah. They get all the worst yeah. jobs. That's what they say. That's what my mom always said. You know? Like, ah, oh, there's a bunch of Skaven right. taking a dump in that lake. You got to go and take care of Chamber it. Chamber pots! Oh. Assemble! Go! Oh. Oh, what, brothers? Oh. Anyways. Oh. Wow. Uh, come on. So we have a bunch of pre-orders coming up. Yeah. Pre-orders. This weekend again? Uh, it would be like the yeah. Wonder Twins would be in the Chamber Pots. <laughs> What's your power? I turned into a bucket, <laughs> a bucket of water. water. Oh, we got, the, we got this chamber for yeah. you, man. Don't worry, guys. You'll fit right in. I think I'm just so sick that I'm just not, <laughs> I'm not appreciating the, the fine so humor good. right now. Uh, yeah. oh, it's the Aquaman of the... Aquaman. Okay. What's your power? I talked to oh. fish. Man. So... <laughs> We've got uh, all this cool stuff we just talked about, except for the chamber pots, yeah. can be found in uh, the pre-order section of the uh, web store. Check it out. Uh, they will start shipping on the 30th of June, which is this coming Saturday. So the wait is almost over. And if you're curious too, Games Workshop's going to do a 24-hour um, uh, live uh, day of, of Age of Sigmar 2nd Edition. So Jeez, <clears throat> check that out. It's going to be a ton of interesting and cool information if you're curious to try the game. And you can pick it up from Frontline Gaming at a discount with free shipping within the continental United States for orders $99 and up, which the starter set is more than that. So Boom. if you pick that up, you'll be good to go right out the gates. Uh, also, in other news, we opened up more space for the LDO 40K events because they sold out in record time. It was crazy. So the extra 140K chance tickets we put up for sale sold out in two and a half hours. Mm. That is crazy. Um, the 40k friendly and narrative mostly filled up with the expansion space, but we still do actually have a couple tickets left. So if you wanted to go participate in the 40k friendly or the 40k narrative event, and you thought that they were sold out, they are not. Uh, we have like four tickets left. 
So at the time of this recording for those events. So jump in, grab them, participate, have fun, because uh, I would imagine by tomorrow they're going to be gone. Yeah, and be sure to sign up for all the wait lists for any of the events that are sold out because throughout the year people will have to cancel yeah. or switch out their tickets. So It always happens. Yep. It always happens. So make sure to sign up for the wait list and uh, as tickets become available, we will ping you, let you know. Yep. Uh, also, we've got a couple other fun events that we've got going at the LVO. We just uh, signed up or we just set up a Adeptus Titanicus, uh, the new kind of epic scale 40K game that's coming out from Forge World. Nice. And GW, actually, I don't know who is releasing it, which of the branches, but... I think it's Forge World. <clears throat> I think it is, too. But uh, we have a, a crew of guys going to be running that on Sunday in the demo zone. That's going to be free to play. All you need is a con badge, and they're going to have a couple tables set up to come out and play it. Really cool. We also have uh, working on a 40K um, combat patrol or with the small Zone scale. Mortalis? No, we already have Zone Mortalis. We're gonna Skirmish? Be it's, 40, it's Combat Patrol that we're going to be setting okay. up and the Batman Miniatures game as well. Ooh. So we've Man. got a couple TOs that wanted to run those events, so we're getting that all ready to go. And we'll let you know as those tickets come up for sale. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, if you wanted to go to the BAO, we do have a, a number of tickets that became available. People that had to get a, a refund and couldn't make it. Uh, and today is the last day to get a refund, by the way, for the mm -hmm. BAO. So... Uh, after today, we will not be issuing any more refunds. And on Monday uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, we're going to ping the wait list because that'll be the last time that we have any tickets go up for sale, obviously, because today is the cutoff for getting a refund um, for that event. And actually, the cutoff. No, that's right. It is yeah, today. It's it, today. It's today. Uh, so if you are on the BAO wait list, please be ready to go. 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Monday, we're going to uh, send out an email. And it's first come, first served to grab. I think there's five tickets that are available. Yeah. We've had people that had to get a Couldn't make it for whatever reason. Losers. So upcoming Just ITC kidding. events. Um, we have quite a few events coming up this weekend, including a GT, the Sidewinder, the Sidewinder GT, and that's in El Paso, Texas. And we have a couple of Age of Sigmar <clears throat> ITC events as well. So make sure to get out there, participate. And then uh, I think, what, in two weeks, we'll see. We'll see y'all at the ATC. Yeah, ATC's Ooh. in like two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks, yeah. I still have two nights to paint. Crazy. And built. Uh, no, one is partial. <laughs> I'm going to be three coloring it. Yeah. I'm going to be three coloring it because I'm not even going to be here this weekend. I was like, that gives me like not three days. Time, yeah. Three colors it is. Oh, well. Yeah, not going to be the best looking army. Eh, that'll be fine. Yeah. Nights are pretty easy. If you yeah. put in a few hours, it'll look good. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is what it is. I just, yeah. There's nothing I can do about it. You know? But it's going to be a lot of fun. We have a good team uh, going. Uh, you, myself, yeah. James, uh, Ray, and uh, Brandon Grant. Yeah, I mean, we're probably the team that's going to win it. So I hope so. Mm -hmm. If I don't screw it up like I did last time. <laughs> uh, I, think we have a really, I think we have a decent, a, a realistic shot at winning the event. We have a, like every single person on our team is really good. Yeah. Brandon Grant just won another event. The, He's kicking the Boise butt, Cup. Man. Yeah. yeah. We went out to Boise. Boise. All the way to Boise. Dude, Boise's got a really, really good 40K scene. They do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you, or Age of Sigma too, as I understand it. So if you're uh, ever looking to pick, to go to pick up some ITC points or just meet some cool people and play some 40K, check it out. They yeah. have a lot of events out there. Definitely. So your current 40K ITC top five, we have Matt Root continues to lead, followed by Josh Death. Nick Gower has moved into third place, displacing our boy Jeff Robinson, who's dropped down into fourth. Mm. And Daniel Olivas is in fifth. Boom. Whew. 
So you still got some big events coming up. You got, oh, yeah, um, there's plenty of events coming yep. up. It'll teach Jeff to go to uh, Denmark. He's yeah. been traveling yeah. so much. No See what happens, Jeff, you. when you get to travel the world being a StarCraft player. Yeah, I mean, it's you, like... You're just not going to hit that top. He's Sorry, on the man. road, like, yeah. every week. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, that he's been busy. His career's taking off. That's good for him. What happens yep. to him? 40K ITC <laughs> Hobby Track Top 5. We have Jeffrey Merrick has moved into first place. Displacing Sean Prosser, who's dropped down in the second. Nick Gower in third. Uh, did Nick go into both the competitive and? He did. Wow. Third place each. Third, I was like, am I, re- am I reading the wrong yeah. list here? Um, so that's someone who's kicking ass in the hobby side and the competitive side, which is really cool. Yep. Uh, William Ivy is in fourth and Anthony Bellum is in fifth. Uh, a lot of movement this week. Yeah. Uh, Age of Sigmar, ITC top five. Toot. Do a Dr. Doom and toot the horn. Toot the horn. James Thomas has been dethroned. Our boy, Michigan's pride, Joe Cryer. He's man, place. the myth, the legend. That was a big deal for him. Yeah, he was stoked. Yeah, yeah he, he was hit Instagram hard. That exciting. One. So Joe is kicking ass. Sorry, Thomas. He's displaced James by, uh, what is it, seven points. It's close. Yep. So it's really close. Uh, and then in third place, we have Matt Jones, fourth, Josh Harvey, and fifth, Ken Eubanks. So Who's Ken Eubanks? The top ten just got mm-hmm. completely shaken up. James Thomas is the only West Coaster left hanging on there, to my knowledge. Nope. Ken, I don't know. Ken is not a West no. Coaster. No, but that's a new name on there. Yeah, he bumped way up. What What was the event this weekend? They there got must have been a big some one. Huge yeah. points. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, because you see all the West Coast people got just dropped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We still got a bunch in the top ten, mm-hmm. uh, but they've definitely dropped down. James Thomas, it's all on you. Hold you guys got to be like Brandon Grant and travel to Boise, Idaho. <laughs> kick ass, yeah. Uh, Age of Sigma Hobby top 10. Uh, not a lot of movement. We're still just waiting for some more events to come in. Mm-hmm. I think this, uh, the knowledge of it needs to get out there a little bit more. So yeah. mm-hmm. if you play Age of Sigma and you are a hobbyist, which typically speaking, the Age of Sigma side of the, the hall is always the better looking side in terms of the hobby, mm-hmm. um, not, not in the individuals. <laughs> just kidding. I don't oh, know. Wow. Dang. I, didn't, I was trying to imply that it's equal. No, that's no, rough. I was just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it definitely didn't come out the way I was. Did you hear that, Vlad? Did you hear what yeah, he thinks of you? Yeah, take that, Vlad. That was in Vlad's face. Yeah, that was in your face. I just, I'm just going <laughs> to uh, keep going. Um, if you are an Age of Sigmar uh, player and you are an enthusiastic hobbyist, just let your TO know that they can also count their event for the hobby track. It's not automatic. <sighs> Uh, just because you're doing a competitive track doesn't mean you're also doing a hobby track. They need to do submit both results. Yeah, uh, it's super easy to do, and uh, I would love to see some, this like get the word out because the the Age of Sigmar yeah. hobbyists are usually very skilled painters and modelers. And yeah. uh, ask your TO. Yeah. yeah, ask your TO if if they're doing it, and if not, ask them to do it because it's very easy for them it's to get signed up for that. Very easy. simple. Yeah, it's the exact same process as submitting for the competitive track. <laughs> yep. And then Hobby Track, or I'm sorry, the uh, Shakespeare, mm-hmm. uh, ITC Top 5. We have Mike Course has jumped into first place. And he, Matt Everhart has dropped down into second. Josue Ibarra is hanging tight in third. Andrew Everhart in fourth. And Tony Field in fifth. Mm-hmm. So well done. Boom. All right. So let's talk about uh, Knights and Drukari and how they're impacting the meta. Uh, Drukari, as we've you know been saying since the book dropped, are extremely good. People are really starting to see that now. And it took a little bit of time, but they're mm-hmm. really, really gaining some momentum. And now people are trying to, they're changing their lists, trying to deal with what Jukari uh, and really Eldari Soup bring to the table. Yeah. Uh, but Jukari is kind of like the linchpin of it. And people, are, competitive players are starting to see 
that Drukari are one of the best, maybe even the best single book in the game right, right now. They just don't have a bad unit, really. Um, and the, the Agents of Vect stratagem is hands down the best stratagem in the game. Yeah. You know, we called that one in the beginning, not that that is you know, super important, but um, we were like pretty reasonably certain it was going to be the best stratagem in the game, and I think it's really displayed how incredibly strong it actually is. Uh, and then you build kind of a core of Drukari and add in whatever else you want. You can throw in some Harlequins, some Eldar for psychic powers, and what you're left with is an extremely good, uh, extremely strong army. Drukari don't need allies at all, but if no. you do take them, uh, thrown in just, you know, an Eldari, maybe battalion or a patrol detachment to get Doom. Um, and um, Yeah, the psychic powers help out a lot. Guide, yeah, I mean, it's, it's because Eldar psychic powers are some of the only ones in the game that affect your whole army. Yeah. So it's like you Doom something and poison weapons become dramatically better. If you then uh, jinx them and lower their armor save, poison weapons become insanely good. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's one of the hardest things for... Uh, Drakari shooting to overcome is that they only wound on a four. Yep. And if you have a good armor save, you're just you dramatically reduce the amount of damage it's done. And Eldar give you a tool to get over that. Yeah. Super super strong. Plus, uh, uh, Harlequins give you, uh, you know, crazy a plus plus melee. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then really it's the, the the secret sauce. I think a lot of Harlequin players are starting to realize is the fusion pistols is really where it's at. Yeah. But. Uh, you, you just have such a good combo of tools to choose from that I, I personally think uh, Eldari Soup is the best army in the game right now. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely have to agree. The um, Like we were saying, Drukhari can be taken by themselves, of course. But once you start mixing in like Eldar uh, or Eldari or Harlequins, it just takes them up to the next level. Yeah. Um, like I think the psychic powers take them up. Like you definitely if you can fit in a Eldari detachment, take those psychic powers because Doom is crazy, Jinx is super good. Um, but if you don't want to, you can just take Jakari all by themselves because Witch Cult is amazing. Uh, Agents of Vect is crazy good. Their vehicles are excellent because of how cheap they are. Like th- It is a really, really strong codex, and I think you're going to see them at the top tables for the rest of the edition, I think. I, I think so, too. I don't <laughs> see really anything displacing them. No. Um, not to say that they're just going to win everything all the no, time no, no. anyway. That's Definitely. not the case. Mm-mm. But they they have everything you need to fight any other army and win. Yep. They're really good at winning missions. Uh, in ITC format, Eldar have a lot of inherent strengths. Yep. They don't give up a lot of points very easily, but we were just talking about this off-air. A lot of people still don't realize like Death by a Thousand Cuts is a great option for taking against any Eldar army, really, mm-hmm. um, unless it's like an Eandan army that has barely any... Um, units but you don't see that very frequently is a lot of people don't realize even talking to some top level players they don't realize that the death by a thousand cuts secondary mission in the itc format it scales it's for every three units you destroy in a turn so if you did if you got 12 units in one turn you get all four points in one turn um and against armies like jukari and and eldari that usually have a a ton of little units it's really easy to do yeah um it's really easy to rack up those points especially in the first couple turns you can just go bing, bing, bing and pick up a lot of points right away. So a lot of people don't choose that mission. I think it's because they don't realize that it does scale up. Yeah, I agree. Um, And it's, you know, considering the fact that a lot of their other units don't really give up a lot of points, you know, like Headhunter is usually a good one because they usually have a lot of characters. 
Um, but, you know, they don't usually have a lot of Ten Moon vehicles. Um, they don't usually have a lot of monsters, if any at all. Um, you know, they usually don't have any Titans, any, you know, things like that. So it can be hard to, to choose what um, missions to play against them. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you build a really good list with Jukari, they don't give up many secondary points. Um, yeah. So. And then you could always default back to old school recon behind enemy lines. Yep. Because uh, any army can get those, typically speaking. Behind enemy lines can be a little bit more challenging. Yep. But uh, do remember, flyers can score those points. So if you um, are playing you know, like Space range or something like that, uh, you could pretty reliably get recon and behind enemy lines every turn. And that's another way to play against them. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're really, really good. And oh, yeah. they're, they're going to be kicking ass. Yep. Um, it's funny, too, because we were looking at some of the lists that are doing well. And a lot of them are featuring uh, three Ravagers uh, in the Agents of Vect. Or I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Black Arts Detachment. Yep. And you're seeing that a lot. You're seeing a lot of Blasters and Warriors. But it, I, I feel like a lot of people haven't caught on to how good Witches are mm -hmm. yet. Um, yeah, Witches are great. Crazy, <laughs> crazy good. Like the trick Frankie does where he charges a unit with witches with a shard net, throw the shard net on them so they can't leave combat, charges in with every other unit in his army that can, and you can't shoot them. But then since almost all of them have the fly keyword, you just leave combat and shoot them in your turn, charge back in, <laughs> and it makes it so you can't get shot back. Yeah, it's it's super powerful You because people a lot of times put out a screen like, an infiltrator or something like that right in your face you're like cool you shoot everything downrange then you just charge them don't do that much damage hold them in combat and then on their turn you actually kill them because then you pile in with all your witches swing and your witches have crazy amounts of attacks most screens are only t3 so you're winning them on threes because um, i go with the plus one strength um witch cult and it's just it's really powerful they're yeah. amazing yeah frankie has been plowing through units of 30 and 40 yeah. guys with just like a couple units of witches just yep. annihilating them so they're really really strong and i think once uh the the community the competitive community starts keying in to how good witches actually are um you might start seeing less warriors and more witches because they're just stupid good yeah holding really a powerful. unit in combat is like crazy strong yeah the chardonnets are amazing <laughs> Yeah. And the Impaler is really good. It's two damage, minus one AP. Yep. And the um, uh, Succubus can take a shard net as well. Yep. yep. So it's it's like all around, you have just every tool in your toolbox, super mobile, really, really, really powerful army. So excited to see kind of where it goes. I have a feeling we're going to see them doing, you know, winning, taking the top spot more and more frequently. Yeah. Uh, but again, they're not invincible. And they nope. do, uh, when they start to die, they die. Oh, yeah. They like, die real fast. Yeah, they're very fragile, which Still is good. Still a glass hammer. Yeah, nope. which is good. You don't want an army that's too good. Nope. Uh, and speaking to Knights, they've already made a big splash in the meta. We've already already <coughs> had multiple GT uh, top placings and wins. Uh, the Flying Monkey GT, we saw uh, three Knight armies, two of which I think took first and second, if I'm uh, remembering correctly. And uh, they were both pretty similar. They were teammates that took kind of the same army. And we're getting reports from uh, friends on the East Coast uh, in practice for like the ETC and stuff like this, where um, the same kind of combo is appearing mm -hmm. and it's uh, really just crushing people. It's a, a single knight Castellan, that's the shooty Dominus Knight, yep. with some sort of marine. It's usually Blood Angels uh, featuring captains. The Blood Angels captains do the most damage and uh, scouts, and then a uh, guard for the CP that you want to fuel all the different stratagems. And those lists have been just crushing people 
The Knight Castellan does crazy damage. Uh, you can give him uh, you can give him a Warlord trait and a Relic, even if he's in an Auxiliary Detachment. So you can give him the um, the um, Relic, you know, Super Plasma, uh, or whatever the case. Or usually, probably you're going to go with a four up Invul save, yeah, so that you can boost him up to a three up Invul save if you need to, which is crazy, crazy good defense. And then he's buried behind tons of bodies, so it's hard to get to him. Uh, and then you have the uh, captains. For counterpunch, just doing what the, the captains do. They're ridiculously strong. Um, but interesting point, when we were talking about it uh, the other day, since you make the knights a character, they can't block other characters in the shooting phase. Yep, so they're not blocking for those shield captains yeah. or anything like that that are running behind them. So if, you have, if you're playing against somebody who is doing this, um, just remember that yeah. if the knight is a character, which most knights will be, if they're trying to screen the the smash captains behind them, you just shoot them anyway. Yep. Because um, once they gain that character keyword, <laughs> oops. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that um, is really funny. Yeah, and then at the Boise Cup, uh, two of the top five, or th- excuse me, three of the top five were knight armies, all very different, uh, featuring three, you know, three or more uh, big knights, a lot of the armagers, and uh, all different kinds of uh, variations. Uh, really strong, doing extremely well. And uh, over here on the West Coast, I know what a lot of uh, the very competitive players have keyed in on is taking three gallants. They're the most cost effective, and gallants are crazy good now. They are very, very powerful. <laughs> yeah, like kind of the list that's popping up is three gallants, nine Bolgren, and then, you know, bare bones guard yeah. to fill it out so that you get the CP regeneration. Um, you have bodies, and then the nine Bolgren is ridiculous. Yep. Plus the two psychers to give them all their, their um, buffs. And then the gallons just go up and just kill, yep. just wreck. So it's um, that's going to be a really, really powerful list. I just haven't seen anybody playing it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably just because people don't have the gallons. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Plus, and then, of course, the horrifying uh, shield breaker, breaker missile stratagem that lets you target characters you can't see so anywhere amazing. on the table. <laughs> oh, boy. No invulnerable save. And someone made a good point. A lot of guard players, like I, myself included, yeah. Take um, uh, a single company commander with the grand strategist and Kuro's Akala. Mm-hmm. And just target that just guy. Just target that guy. Yeah. That guy's like, no! Yeah, he's like, Because ah! if you hit him and wound him, you have a 50-50 chance of killing him outright. And then that's like a massive blow. It's yeah. huge. Because yeah. most guards play like you play it too. Yep. If you take away the CP regeneration all in one grand swoop and, mm-hmm. or one fell swoop, and maybe you chose Headhunter and Old School. Now you just got Warlord and you got a yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Like in one shot, you just... <laughs> you it's just, great against Dark Eldar too. Might want to Your start taking like a Chimera. Terrified. That's yeah. actually a really good point, bro. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, the thing is like... I, get, yeah, I don't think we've sold like Chimera in this edition, so we might... <laughs> We might start selling a few more of those. Or just take a Torox. Yeah, like something. That. Well, the, the he can give orders out of the Chimera. Uh, with the, a stratagem, but yeah. the thing is, like, big, you know, big deal. Like, yeah. If you do, if you miss but out, but still, on I mean, you can. Like, it's whatever. better to to protect him now. Because if the knight's going to be, yeah, if that's what you're you're leaning on for all that CP regeneration, you have so much on that character. Yeah. And he's so easy to kill, and you're definitely going to hit. Uh, well, I mean, players who are using those knights. There are failure points, right? It's yeah. not a guarantee. Right. Still has to hit. Still has to wound, still has to do enough damage. So. But yeah. it's just, and it's like 60 inch range. So it's like basically. You can't hide. You yeah. can't hide, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, it's like that, that strategy is going to give people the feels bads for reals, mm-hmm. but it's actually more likely to fail than it is to succeed. Yeah. Um, and it's two CP a pop. Yep. But yeah, like you said, that's actually a really good idea. 
Yeah. Or take a fortification or something that like he hides in. Yeah. Or a Stormlord. Ooh, <laughs> Stormlord. Uh, yeah, really good. So I think what we're going to see is a lot of lists are going to take that shadow sword they've been using it mm-hmm. and replace Switch it with a knight. A knight. Yeah. Because his, de- his offense is... I, I haven't really done the math on it, but I would say the <clears> offense <throat> is maybe a little like less. Comparable, yeah. But the defense is dramatically better. Yeah. Uh, it's not even close. Uh, and one of the cool things too with the Boise Cup, like one person had all knights, one person had knights and guard, one person had knights and admic. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's like nice little mix. They're just good. Yeah, they're they're just yeah. good. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to see how that develops because it's gonna force people to start taking more melted guns, yep. uh, more las cannons, more high damage weapons. Um, yeah. to, to deal with them. Well, it's funny because the meta went away from like melt the guns yeah. and stuff like that. And now it's going to have to shift back yeah. to uh, account for knights. So. Which is cool because it's you, you don't you don't want to have a flat meta where no, it's like definitely. there's one gun to rule them all. No. Um, and it's funny too because it's so much of it is regional. Like I still I still had someone writing in and be like, this is the plasma edition. It's all plasma. I'm <laughs> like, dude, no one uses plasma anymore. What are you talking about? Like, do you not play against Eldar and like Dark mm-hmm. Angels and stuff where they're minus one, two to hit? Yeah. Plasma doesn't work in that meta. So it's really funny how much of it depends on just where you live. But yep. um, yeah, you are, you're going to have to start thinking about, it's not just volume of fire. Like you got to have um, uh, weapons that can take down the knight. And uh, remember too, the best way to kill a knight is in melee. Yep. Uh, they don't get an invul save. Yeah. So all this crazy crap with a three up invul save and all this stuff. Don't worry about it. If you can get in with... Um, Captain Smashface, uh, he has pretty good odds of taking a knight out by himself if he doesn't get killed before he swings the second time. Yeah. But then you just pop the <clears> swing <throat> again in death, and then he's almost guaranteed to kill it. Yeah. Especially the Blood Angels version. Yeah. So there are answers to it. Mm-hmm. Um, they still die not as easily as they used to, but they still die. Mm-hmm. And in melee, it's the same. It's yep. the exact same thing. So yeah. uh, it's interesting. Like, what? Like, are you going to change your list at all, Frankie, to uh, plan for knights? Um, my Dark Eldar, not really, because I already took a lot of blasters and stuff. And yeah, don't you have like 30 blasters in your list? No, I don't have that many. But uh, <laughs> the, the Husk Blades are really good, too, on the Archons. It's really funny. You're only winning on sixes, but any six is D3 damage. So I don't think I really have to change all that much. Yeah. You know who's going to be really good against Knights? But Grey Knight Terminators. <laughs> They're good against everything, Jason. They would with Hammerhand because yeah, all their weapons do D3 yeah. damage. And they yeah. win on a four. No, I mean, Terminators yeah. will beat up a knight in yeah. combat if you can get there. It's just yeah. hard It's just hard to get there. <coughs> I mean, but the thing is, if you've got a gallant bearing, bearing down on you, yeah. um, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's not going to be too hard. Yeah. Like, those guys are going to be moving and advancing on the first turn and then charging. Because yep. with the Land Strider uh, Warlord trait, they get plus two to their advance and charge. Yeah, they're in your face. They're in your face on the first turn. And with three of them, it's really hard to take it out. Plus, if one of them blows up, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. They're and not then, easy to kill either. Yeah, because there's a stratagem that makes them blow up on a four. Yep. So, so it's like... It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm definitely interested. Yeah, and in regards to the ways to play the Gallants too, like there's a lot of different thoughts on it. The house that lets you fight twice, a lot of people are leaning towards that. I think good. I personally like House Crast because everything they have is super ma- is like crazy good for melee. Yeah, like the one that they get where they have exploding attacks against chaos. Like if you have a gallant with the warlord trait for plus one attack, he'll average twenty four hits. Yeah, on Magnus with plus one damage. It's not like, bad. It's insane. It's not like bad. you'll kill him even if he makes sixty six percent of his saves, you're still gonna kill him. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, like. Um, yeah, and we missed something with the gallons. The gallons hit on twos in close combat. Like, and they have five yeah. attacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, crap. 
They're they're exceptional. Yeah. Probably the most points efficient choice in oh, the book. Definitely. But the cool thing is you can do it lots of different ways. Like I'm playing House Hawk Shroud, taking a, a Valiant with a Relic Flamer. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then their stratagem is that they get Tau Overwatch. So if you charge something within 12 inches of them, they can shoot you and then heroically intervene 2D six inches and go into melee if you want. So okay. it's like, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll charge and stomp on you. Yeah. Even if you don't counter charge, like say you just have like conscripts. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm going to hit you with 3d6 rerolling to wound auto AP2 auto cannon hits. Like very few things. That's going to take the teeth out of most assault units. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, here comes some berserkers. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool. Next thing. Yeah. So yeah. when we jump into the comment section, we'd like to hear what you all think about <coughs> Drukarian Knights. Yep. How you're dealing with it. What do you think about it? Like, it's cool because this is really shaking up the meta just as we had. Uh, expected it to and uh, it's neat to see how much people are already adapting to it but so let's take a look at some of these recently completed commissions Mr. yeah Mr. Commission. that's a beautiful yeah model. so these are uh war machine models and, and Malifaux. yeah and malfo really so good. yeah um we don't just do games workshop we in case you're not. wondering uh we actually do quite a few malfo commissions a lot of uh war machine horde commissions um, you can see these are high level. Um, there's lots of stuff going on with these models. Yeah. Um, look at just the different skin tones, just the, the lighting, the uh, OSL light done on some of the weapons. Um, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, check us out for your next commission. We mm -hmm. do all kinds of minis. Yeah, we have we have an artist who uh, really specializes in uh, non Games Workshop. Yeah. Uh, commissions. So if you guys have a small war band that you want to get done for any game system that's not Games Workshop, hit us up. Yeah, he, uh, he loves doing those. Mm -hmm. He's very good at it. So let's jump over and answer some questions. Shoot us Ooh. them questions. Ooh, look at those mustaches. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Alex says he lost Airman in one turn to one of those. He's probably yep. talking about the missile. Dang. Yeah, when that happens and you do roll the six and you're like, oh, you're like, yeah. Fuck. That would really suck. You're like, oh, man. This person says, I'm pretty sure characters with 10 wounds still block for smaller characters if they are closer. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I thought if you okay, more than 10 wounds, oh, then maybe. maybe we misspoke, and if so, I apologize. Boom. Also, I totally forgot to mention this with Knights. Knight Renegades got updated rules. Uh, if you are a Knight Renegade player, they adjusted their points. You got mm -hmm. a stratagem, a warlord trait, a relic, really cool. And uh, also, the um, uh, Forge World Knights got brought into alignment with the uh, Codex. They still don't get all the options, but they get a lot, and it'll make them significantly better. So uh yeah atmosphere programming underscore tv says yeah i just read the faq characters with more than 10 wounds still block still for smaller characters in the shooting phase uh right. sorry if we confused anybody thank you for um bringing that up uh oh snap i'm the karaoke princess of the universe oh freddie mercury in the middle it's a recio mercury thank you very much ghost valley subscribed oh thank you very much Ghost Valley. resubscribed uh, but, but I deal with Drukari by playing it. So, there you <laughs> go. Uh, Nova Star, challenge you, Reese, at the ATC. If we play each other, I'll gladly take that challenge. Uh, Sigmund Gregorian, do you feel that fielding two Knight Castlelands with as many melee knights as possible could potentially be a viable strategy? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I think it, you're always going to do better by mixing it, though. Yeah. Like, because the Knights want a lot of CP, a lot. Like yeah. most knight armies are going to burn six before the game begins, uh, if not nine, to to do sally forth to outflank one. Yeah, and then you want a CP to do the the seeker missile. You want CP to uh, 
do all the crap they do. And that's why guard is really important. Um, Although I think a army with a bunch of warglaves would be a lot of fun I and think probably so really good. I like the armager too a lot, yeah. or the Helverin, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I think games. the Helverin is great. The speed and range on that thing is freaking crazy. Yeah. Uh, but Warg I think warglaves can be really, really effective, especially if you use Sally Forth mm -hmm. to outflank a unit of three. Yeah, and you get the plus one attack. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Um, they're, they're there's so many ways to play knights, which is really, really cool. Yep. Uh, Deckrain says Castlin Warden two gallons could be entertaining too. Full tilt with House Raven is also pretty deadly. House Raven yeah. is, I think, one of the all-around best houses. There's uh, so many different options with knights, which is great. So yeah, and House Raven uh, lets you move in advance and then shoot as if you didn't, even including um, heavy weapons. Yeah. So really, really powerful house for shooting knights. Um, I think that that's a, a, also another really good choice. I think House Raven works really well with the Helverins as well because then they're moving 14 plus D6 inches. And if you have Landstrider, they're moving 16 plus D6 inches. It's like you're a flyer almost at that point. They're yeah. so fast. You can shoot anything on the board you yeah. want. There's really no hiding from them. Yeah. Uh, really, really powerful house. But there's so many different ways to do it. Yep. Uh, any other questions, guys, before we start to wind it down here? Ding, ding. Not pertaining to mustaches. Ooh. Hmm. Or only pertaining to mustaches. Reese, what do you any feed questions that about how to grow one or how not to grow one? I can't answer that question on TV. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you guys got your tickets for the LVO. Get on those wait lists. And, uh, and if you wanted to go to the, to the friendly in the narrative. Grow that mustache. Grab those last couple tickets uh, while they're available because I'm sure they're going to sell out quickly. Grab Soul Wars if you want to pick up the new Age of Sigmar. We'd appreciate it. Nope. And uh, all you guys, thank you for saying nice things in the chat. That yep. was uh, much appreciated. Thanks, what guys. is your August Space Wolf army? Asked Don Magnuson. You know I can't answer that question yet. Boom. Don would look great in a mustache. It's going to have um, some Space Wolves in it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. We shall see you next week.